Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. Blokes with Jokes podcast. Episode, was this, four? Yeah, rolling right along. Rolling right along. Um, let's go ahead and meet the blokes. We can get into it. Um, with me today, as always, Rick. What's up, Rick? Yo, what up? Good, good, good. What's up? With us today, we got two new blokes for you guys. Uh, one, first one, Ken. Ken, what's going on, bro? What up? What up, what up? And of course, last but not least, my buddy Matt. Matt, was good? Hey, what up, people? Good. So, if you're new to the show, uh, this blows for jokes. We talk about real man shit, um, just everyday shit that uh, you know men face, all the situations. We talk about it in a real way so you can get a real idea you know, for the young men out there um, what they should be doing when these situations come up. Today's topic is going to be Mama's boys, the dudes that are too attached to their maternal parents. Um, and just parents in general, I feel like. That should be the, the overall tone. What do you guys think? So we're going to get right into it um, with our you know, our first story. I think, Rick, did you say something? You had, you had a story with this? Yeah, I came across a story that I, I wanted to read out, see what you guys all thought. All right, cool. Go ahead and lay it on us. All right. Am I the asshole for calling my boyfriend a mama's boy? Plain, simple, straight to the top, the topic of this podcast today. So I, 20 years old female, and my boyfriend, 20 years old male, have known each other for four years and been together for about a year and a half. He lives with his parents, and I live on my own, which is fine. I have no qualms with him living with his parents while saving, except... He's not saving, and he's not making any effort to have a home for himself in the future. The other day, he continued to complain and rag on me about him needing to be the ruler, quote-unquote, in our relationship because he is a man. One of the reasons he used was his mom agreeing with him. Wow. I tried to avoid the conversation, but because he would not let up, I'd mention that, one, he doesn't have his own place. And two, he lives with and takes advice from his parents in a mama's boy kind of way. He told me I was an asshole and that I was putting him down. But I firmly believe that if you are going to ask me to submit to you as a man, you should at least have something equal or greater than what I have to I have for me to submit to you. Then she uh, proceeded to put down the, the TLDR. I called my boyfriend a mama's boy because he's pushing me to be more submissive in the relationship. And then she added a few edits on maybe for whatever the reason, but saying all I'm saying is if he wants a traditional quote unquote relationship, he should also be in a traditional role. And then secondly, he does not provide anything for me. I pay my own bills. I'm with him because I love him. That's it. Most days he's, he's kind, but sometimes he's hard to be with. So what are you guys' thoughts? She the asshole. What's up? So the, the one thing I, I saw is he takes advice from his parents in a mama boy kind of way. What does she mean by that? I don't know what, like, what would you guys, what would he define taking advice from a, mama, a mama's boy's kind of way? That's cool. all I want to know. Okay, well. Let's get everybody's like opinion first, and then we'll get into that. Uh, so, do you think like right off the topic? So you, you can't make a decision yet until you, you talk about that, or mm, 
I'll pass. All right. I'll I'll think about it more. Matt, what you got? Well, I think in a mama's boy way, I would say it's almost maybe conceding that his mom's right and what a sense of mom's right. He's going to use that information to make decisions based on what his mom said. I think that's kind of what I would assume she means, which in a relationship, obviously that's something you can't do. But I would definitely say her boyfriend's definitely the asshole in this situation. Yeah, I would say she's definitely not the asshole. Um, just in the sense of fact, whereas like you know, traditional relationship, and you know, he does nothing for me, um, and he wants some kind of, I guess, some kind of traditional relationship from her, like some kind of reverence to him when he doesn't do anything that would require that. Basically, you know, if, from a traditional standpoint, basically. Well, no, she's not an asshole. Well, of course right. not. I wouldn't say she's an asshole mainly because if he's not saving up or he's not, if he's spending all his money, um, what he's making and living living with his parents, it's like he's obviously not. He's not independent. So he, he he's more dependent on his parents to provide for him. Because what else? If he's not paying rent with does it say that he's paying rent? It doesn't state that he's paying rent, but I'm going to have to... It says that I, he's living there. No. <laughs> yeah, from what it sounds like, he's living there to quote-unquote save money, which he already isn't doing. Yeah, so that's... How is she an asshole? She's just stating the truth? True. Truth hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time. I tell my co- I tell my coworkers the truth hurts. And they hate me for it. And I'm like, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, um, why? It's like, I know somebody like that, unfortunately. It's like, and I don't say shit to him because, he, well, it's my brother. But I don't say anything. It's like, because he's still my brother. And my mom, my mom's allowing it. So it's like, well, it could go both ways. But he's not. Again, he's not. He's being dependent on his on his parents. If he does move out, say if they do get together and they move out together, he doesn't know how to to be a a grown up. He doesn't know right. how to do grown grown up things. He doesn't know how to pay the bills. He doesn't know how the bills are going to be paid. He doesn't know how to set up set up anything really, and he's going to rely on her. As like and and at that point, she's gonna be. She's definitely not gonna be submissive. She's gonna have to be aggressive. Yeah, why would she be submissive when his mom is uh, yeah. still cleaning the skid marks off his whitey tidies? You know, <laughs> so, <come laughs> pretty <on>. much. <laughs> uh, you know, I talked about this actually with my girlfriend. Um, we, I, I talk about a lot of this stuff with her. Type of shit. I mean. I want that type of relationship, low key. Uh, and she tells me the same fucking thing. Like, we taking care of me. This, like, you know, we taking care of each other. I mean, I'm definitely way off, better off with this motherfucker. But, um, you know, even I understand that. You know, it, not that I want like. And then people say the word submissive kind of gets thrown around in such a negative connotation. Um, I, I think she has a, a kind of good grasp on it. What she's saying is that you know she needs that type of man to be submissive too. Which is the, the key point in 
with when you talk about being submissive woman, it has to be to the right man. This dude is not taking care of his business. He's supposed to be saving money. He's not saving money. Um, and then the fact that he's not making his own decisions is is a weird thing. Um, how can you trust him? You know, what, when his mom dies, then what? He's lost? Like, <laughs> right. he listens to his mom this whole time. It's like, it's not coming from you. I don't know how she's in a relationship with him to even get to this point. Like, to be, she doesn't respect him, obviously. I'm actually looking at these comments too. Uh, apparently, OP respond. Uh, the poster responded and said, they don't even have sex. What? Yeah. Okay. You're, I'm out. <laughs> we're, we're, we're done. We're out of here. Man. You, you gotta, okay, hold on. You got to remember, if they're 20 years old, it's like, <laughs> I know well, people I, that hasn't lost their virginity until later than 20, so. It was one of them, but I didn't have a girlfriend at the time. Tune into the even, previous podcast to find out. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, even, but even at that point, that that still doesn't that that's not a for that young of age. It's not to me. It's not a make or break. But because so they're twenty, they were together when they were eighteen years old. Well, so, I think I think they stayed at four years, so they were no, they they known each other for four oh, years, but they were to get they together oh, yeah, for yeah, a year right. and a half. You're right. So oh, like they they were eighteen years old. Yes, I know, I understand what you're saying, but there's a there's there's a <laughs> lot of people. <laughs> I know, but there's a lot of people that don't do anything for a while. I I knew somebody else that they were dating somebody for like four years without having without having sex. So man, that's a willpower right there. Well, they they remember, David. I'm not talking about you on this one because they actually had a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, and that's okay, blokes well, with jokes, boy. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Your career is over. <laughs> he was downloadable content. He's about to be deleted. Hard drive. Damn. Okay, with that heat. But it don't hurt me. I'm good. But hold on. Let, let me jump in really quick. So. I, I'm a, I'm a, I agree with you on that, but a wise man once told me, unfortunately, that wise man is David. <laughs> you got to test drive the car first. Bruh. I'll <laughs> yeah, so. be real. I got this from my mother. <laughs> so it was a point in time where I listened to my, I still listen to my mother, first of all. And I don't want to talk in, in a sense like you shouldn't listen to your parents ever. I still go to them for guidance in situations, you know, just like, we're doing on this podcast, you know, young men who don't have somebody to go to can listen to us. Oh, yeah, that's probably, okay, I want to do it that way. So they don't make the same fuck up. Hell, specifically me, that I've done. But my mother told me, I got to test drive the car before you buy it. Why the fuck would I, why would I, you know, why would you, again, if people you get in relationships and you don't have sex and it's like you get it and it's like, I mean, I mean, if you're religious and you like, you want to save it for marriage, I, I that's noble. And I wouldn't talk bad about anybody who does that. That's great. Um, but if you're not saving it for marriage and you just kind of just waiting, like y'all there for a year and a half, like do something. Damn. Like this is why you get with somebody, ain't it? <laughs> like <laughs> to be intimate. Shit. Like it must be friends then, I guess. I don't know. That's my thoughts. But yeah, you know, you got to test drive the car before you buy it. Oh, uh, well, you can't test drive the car if it's at your parents' house, though, right? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there, there's you, you, there's other places besides a house that you can have sex in. You can, go, you can go. Like I, I've I've done it at the beach. I've done it 
Mm-hmm. I've done it a lot of places. I've done it in my... I just... Me and my girl at that time. Oh, well, it was not even a girl. It was just somebody else. Wasn't a girl, was it? I mean, whoa, it, was whoa, whoa, it wasn't my girlfriend. It wasn't my girlfriend. Oh, my God. It wasn't my girlfriend. It was just a friend. It was a friends with benefits. And one time we were coming back from the bar, and I was like, I'm feeling horny. I just pulled over, and we just went at it. It was like, in my car. I didn't care. And I had a truck, so we, we started in the car. Then it was like, too crowded, going into the bed. So that's it's weird. not like, so that's not like, it's not like you, it's, you can only do it at the house. Where does she live? Does she live with her parents? She sounds like she, no, she yeah. actually she lives on her own. So they could, it, there's nothing stopping them practically from having, having sex. It's well, obviously. It's, it's, the dude it's probably vision. obviously wants his mom there for the pointers. Like, Hey, uh, no, no, no. You got to turn over. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but first, uh, first thing I want to clear up. Though, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I want to clear up because uh, it opened up with the question of what is a mama's boy. First off, so it's the way it's defined is a man who has an unhealthy dependence on his mother well into adulthood when he is expected to be independent and self reliant. So I believe that that's essentially what the poster of the, the original poster is mentioning when he, when she called her boyfriend a mama's boy is that since he just takes advice from his parents, he's not ready to make these kind of decisions for himself. So I don't believe she's an asshole because why is she going to submit to someone who's going to ask his parents like, yo, how do I be a man? Hmm. As far as like those people being his folks themselves, like, you know, like, so that that's, I just wanted to clarify what a mama's boy, the definition at least is. Yeah, I mean, and it's one thing, but thank you for that, actually. Yeah, that was like a good point. Um, and there's one thing, again, to go to your parents for guidance sometimes, and there's like kind of hard times, but that one aspect that he's missing, that's why she's obviously posting this because she's frustrated with him, is that he has, he lacks like the natural, like the leadership, you know? Well, yeah, if you remember in the post itself, it's stated that one of the things he mentioned about being the ruler, quote unquote, is one of the things was he literally it's because his mom agreed. His mom agreed. He went to his mom and said, hey, mom. Do I need to be the leader here? Like, what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, she is his mother is right, but it's it's uh, it, it shouldn't necessarily come from her she's right that he should be the leader in the relationship type of thing but his girlfriend is right in this case by saying he's not doing that so why would i submit to him to me it's like why are you guys even together if you guys begin together a year and a half you having this trouble i mean she's probably hoping he changes his mind or evolves somehow which a lot of girls do for some reason i don't know but um they they sit there and they they wait for them to change and it's like that person's I'd hope he changed. I hope he grows up and kind of reestablishes that he needs to, like, you know, pop that titty out of his mouth. But uh, pop that mama titty out of your mouth and pop your girl's titty in your mouth. Like, there we go. <laughs> That's the right <laughs> titty you should have. But, uh, <laughs> well, then, yes. hold Then, really quick, then, just to kind of change topic really quick, just to kind of continue with this mama boy's topic, then. Mm-hmm. So, then, what is the fine line of reaching out for advice? from your folks versus you're just a mama's boy. 
Um, I would say, one, your girlfriend should never know if your mother told you you should do some shit or not, first of all. Like, I feel like if you're going to, to me, like, when I was at working at, uh, I think at Sears, you know, I always would, just to give you a concept, um, I would, you know, I was a manager there, I would instruct them on what to say and how to say and things like that. And I would tell them, don't tell them. Uh, I talked to my manager. My manager said to say this or to do this. I would just tell them that tell them this. Still, would sound like that person was the one to to be taken on the reins type of shit. I mean, you can start off there, and then eventually, it's unfortunately you're going to have to make some decision on your own and fuck up to learn to make better decisions. And unfortunately, she's handicapping him, so that's got to happen sooner rather than later. So. um you know, the, the, that's too much, I think. You have to naturally, which usually kids do, especially boys usually, they kind of gradually get to the moment where you start doing things on your own, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And I mean, early 20s, maybe he's still not there. I think us as a society, we kind of de are developing a little bit slower. Honestly, I didn't develop the fastest either, but I was never really that tied to my mother. It was more so I was just lazy. <laughs> so... Um, he's got to push himself to, to make those decisions type of thing. I mean, she'll never respect him. I mean, she'll end up probably just breaking up with him or cheating him, cheating on him. But, um, that, that, that'll be the, the point for me, I would think. Yeah. The, the cutting off, the gradually, you know, improving yourself to make decisions on your own, whether it be bad or good, just to get into the habit of making decisions on your own, basically. Okay. Anyone else have any takes on that? Well, I would definitely have to agree with David, especially when you're talking about making decisions. And obviously, you can always get advice from people, but based on those decisions, you, especially when you're in a relationship, you can't tell your significant other, oh, my friend said this, my mom said that. You can't do that. You have to be able to take that information, whatever kind of information or advice you're getting, and be able to make a decision for yourself. Because if you can't, then... Again, you're just hindering your growth. And right. So be able to process what David was talking about. Right. So be able to take advice that, in, then... be able to take advice in, process it your own way, and then make it your own. In mm -hmm. a sense. Okay. That's a start, and then you eventually you'll get to the point where you just make your own decisions. Again, well, they're not going to all be good, but it's like a, you need to take be able to take information in and then kind of disseminate it how you feel the best way. Does it take it and then live with that consequence or? Yes, whatever. Well, I'm so usually like with me growing up, I had friends, or I had like maybe a total. I had four friends. It's like, and I would get advice from everybody. Usually, it's like, does he have friends that he could go to and talk to? With like, because it sounds like he just talks to his mom. It's like if he's that big of a mama's boy, he literally. Talks to his mom about everything, good or bad. Um, so, at this point, it's like he should, I, in my opinion, I think he should just go talk to somebody else, like one of his friends, if he has any friends, and see what they say. If they agree with the mom, then that's good, that whatever. But it's like at least he's getting opinions from other people. It's like now, is he going to go? Is he going to listen to him? Probably not. I was like, nobody listens to other people's opinions, honestly. I was like, uh, I never did. 
was like, I was a fucking, I was an idiot when growing up. I was like, and my mom, my friends, everybody told me. I was like, and did I listen? No. I learned the hard way. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. But, I was like, at this point, he should try to at least talk with, uh, talk with other people instead of just talking, instead of talking to his mom. And also, relationship-wise, does he tell, does he talk to his mom about the good things as well as the bad things? Because people in relationships, when they ever talk to somebody, like, all my coworkers or all my friends, when they talk to me about their relationship, or I don't know if you guys agree with this, like, do they ever tell you the good things or do you, all you hear is the bad things? I, I agree with that. You typically tend like, to hear more the negative about someone you versus never, the good that they Yeah, you never hear the good. And then you always wonder, it's like, why are you with them if all I hear is bad things. I was like, right. well, <laughs> like they obviously do good things. Obviously, if you're still with them, so it. That, then that's the thing. I'm wondering, what is it? Is he explaining to his mom all the good things or bad things? How does his mom feel about this? Jesus Christ! This person sounds like a shitty person. You always complain about them. Yeah. I haven't heard one good thing. <laughs> Yeah. I, I I try to be one of those people like, okay, I'll listen, but I don't try to pass judgment on the other person because it's like, if I don't know them, I can't really pass judgment because it's like, it's like what his, his side of the story. I try to get both sides of the story practically instead of just one. It's like, I'll listen, but if I can't get the other side of the story. I'm going to just give you what I believe as I like, and what I hear is like, if it's true. And I tell people, it's like, if it's true, then you should leave them if you don't have any other good things about them. And sometimes I'll even ask them, like, what about all the good things? Let me hear some good things. I could at least weigh the options and see if it's worth saying what I want to say. Yeah. But and on that note, have I guys told you how awesome my girlfriend is? Oh, my gosh. She cooks so great. And she That's a fucking lie. Vitamins and everything. <laughs> David, she gives David. me food for my soul. What? What did we talk about yesterday? Stop lying. Like all the shit that you, all the shit that you were talking about your girlfriend yesterday. Secret. So we know he's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear the final product. You just gonna hear bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> hey, he didn't say anything. He was just cussing. We couldn't control him. <laughs> okay, so I mean, it makes me think of another a question. Actually, uh, talking about that subject, um, staying on the same topic of you know, uh, mama's boys. I've seen a lot of videos like on YouTube things like that, where it's like, um, uh, specifically like a it was a decision. Where like the the male in, in the situation, he has to he has a situation with, between his mother and his girlfriend or his wife in some cases. Where I've seen where um, he's driving and the mother's in the car. She's either in the front seat and the girlfriend is mainly the girlfriend's in the back seat or the wife's in the back seat and she's upset and she's mad that the mother is sitting in the front seat and he's just like, well, that's my mom. She's always like 
number one woman in my life type of thing. I think I touched on this subject before. Um, I think it was from a, a, um, a female poster in my asshole. But what do you guys think about that that concept of, you know, again, being a mama's boy? I mean, how close are you guys with your mothers? And will there be a woman to take that top spot of, um, um, you know, what kind of woman would that be? When do you think that would happen? If it would happen for you, that woman take that top spot for you? See, for me, because, I mean, I've never been in a predicament like that personally with, like, my, my past relationships and my mother. Mm-hmm. But I do know with the way my mom is, she would be the type that would be more so like, Hey, no, it's okay. You can sit in the front. I'll sit in the back. That's just well, the way my mom same. is. My, my mom's the same way. She, she would rather sit in the back than in the front. Cause she knows her, her reasoning behind it is because if she, if she has nothing to say, or usually cause she believes the person in the passenger seat should be the navigator and she's terrible at navigating so she thinks like the person that's going to be in the front is going to be the one that could actually help navigate and obviously she, and if it's nighttime she has night blindness so she can't really handle all those lights hitting her so for me it's easy because the my significant other would be always in the front it's like and in my opinion it's like would anybody ever hit that or whatever, take that place. It feels like the vice, the the roles are reversed with my mom. It's like I would, I I wouldn't even know what to do. It's like because my opinion is like she she's my mom. She's family. She's always gonna be there for me. How bad it sounds is like she's always gonna be there for me. As like and the woman is like unless we're married for fifteen years or twenty years and we're still happily married. Is like that probably be the only time that she would be in the front. But other than that, probably it's like uh, if my mom, I'll have my mom sit in the front because it's like, or my mom's always gonna be the one that's always gonna be there for me, no matter what. My mom's always been there for me. I've been th- through a fucking shitty marriage too, so yeah. Fair enough. I think for me, my mom would delegate herself to the back because that's just kind of the type of personality. <laughs> she has and I kind of got that from her but I think it would probably be my girlfriend if I ever get one waka waka but um (laughs) it'd probably be my girlfriend in the front if I'm with my mom just because again she's always kind of been that person that always takes a step back so yo true story though uh this was back in like younger days but Matt and I we actually got punked by one of his girlfriends Okay. That doesn't surprise me. True story. She actually like <laughs> I, <laughs> we, we were going to the mall and my sister was driving us to the mall. And you know, naturally I'm thinking, my sister, or you know, I'm gonna sit in the front seat. You know, at the time I wasn't driving. No, dude. Matt's girlfriend sat her ass in the fucking front seat. <laughs> didn't even ask just fucking opened the front door and sat her ass in the front seat <laughs> she was like I'm older than all of you I'm sitting in the front don't <laughs> be sitting outside bitch <laughs> I was like the audacity of this bitch <laughs> oh man I, I, for me I mean my mother obviously uh, I love my mother obviously um, but she already kind of knows she again she kind of really gets herself i never have to say mom you gotta sit in the back type of shit i feel like that's that would just be rude but um 
luckily I've never, I hadn't had that interaction. My mother and my girlfriend are both cool. Um, I feel like my girlfriend, no offense to my mother, but she's already kind of like to that role already where her and I are building this life together. If we're trying to build it, we, we have to build that, that trust like that. Yeah, we bought a house together, so shit, it's like a really for a long haul. Um, and so I feel like, um, like I said, then it's like I, I gotta put this person first. Not to say that my mom is out, it's like I can't help her either, or can't help her. I have to help this person first always. Um, but as far as my life goes, with the way I want it to go, who I want to spend it with, and shit like that, potentially my girlfriend. But um, <laughs> um. Yeah, that, that she's the first one to me, basically. You know, um, I feel like it should be that way. If you're planning on, you know, spending the rest of your life type of shit with this person, or if that's the goal at all, at some point that should happen. I mean, if you can, it's like 10, 15 years. Um, for me, it, hell, it's damn near now, basically. Where I still talk to my mother, I still love her, I still help her out. But it's like, um, my girlfriend is getting the first attention, the first of me, because this is trying to build a life together. And I need to build that trust with her. It's the same thing with her. I got to be the first person to her, um, even though her dad's cool, you know, her family is, yeah, whatever. But, you know, <laughs> it's gotta, I got problems with them. I, I'm not, not talking bad about her family. It's her family, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I don't really know them personally, so whatever. But you got to, I think that's what I think, basically. You got to have that, that kind of agreements, low-key. Um. So yeah. Hey, really quick though, before yeah. changing topics, really quick, one last thing I've learned just now, with like uh, Ken mentioning, like you know, like his mom having like you know the blindness, it just made me realize, David, you're never gonna be my a passenger seat. You, you're color challenged. Fuck you. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. You sitting in the back from here on if I ever pick you up. <laughs> Oh no, I just realized I was like, oh, oh shit. God. I have glasses that correct the color. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. Oh, why weren't you wearing them the other day? The fuck up, all right? <laughs> That's why. I don't want to hear your Nintendo beats, anyways. Anyways, <laughs> going forward. So, we have another story. Uh, it was a really short one. I thought it was very funny. Uh, am I the asshole? By being mama's little boy. That's the way it's titled. So, um, I'm going to keep myself together. Okay, so yesterday, my mother gave me $50 to put in my piggy bank. Now, stay with me here. So, <laughs> today she asked me if I could fetch some bread from the bakery on the corner of the street. I did and asked for the $5 that the bread costs. She now thinks I'm the asshole since I've lived with her as well. I don't. I will... I will start studying again. At the moment, I have been working for seven months, but I really need the money for my studies that start in two weeks. I only go to my mother's house, my mother's house for some days when she is com complaining that she doesn't see me enough. I'm 25 years old. Please clarify my mind because I really am pissed off. Am I the asshole? Uh, edit. I don't live at home, only sporadically when my mom, mama asked me to, and she gave me $50 just for the heck of it. <laughs> so, uh, just to clarify, um, this is not like a like a seven year old writing this. Um, this is a twenty five year old man. Uh, oh, uh, 
What? I, I'll go in on this one first. Okay, go ahead. Fuck yeah, he's the asshole. He said piggy bank. Why the, why the hell are you 25 with the piggy bank? Where's the savings? <laughs> Where's your savings account? You know, like... It's the piggy bank. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. <laughs> hell, the mother, motherfucker. Like, I, I can't tell you the last time I called it a piggy bank. <laughs> let alone, like, let alone you 25. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, so this this how it is. Yes, he is an asshole, and the reason for me, the reason why I say he's an asshole is like, yes, it is fifty dollars. Uh, sounds like he works a little bit. Yeah, he's he's been working for seven months, so he has the money. He's like asking for them. It's like you gotta think about this way: how much money has your parents? Not even just your mother. It doesn't even have to be. It's just your parents in general has spent on you for being alive until you're 25 years old. Or even until you left left the house whenever you left the house, if you don't even live at the house. They spent thousands, if if you're in a rich family, millions of dollars on you. If And you're asking for $5 back? Eh, that's kind of shady. It's like, to me, that's it's like, so all the things I've ever done for you and spent money for you, that means nothing. All right, cool. I see how it is. That's how. That's how. If I was a mom or a parent, it's like that's how I think. It's like, oh, I spent all that money on you, and you can't spend five dollars on me. Cool. Yeah, this is funny. I'm gonna be real. Keep one hundred. I have, I guess, what you would refer to as a piggy bank, but I only use it for change. Like, if I had fifty dollars, I'd just put that in my my wallet or put it in a bank. Actually, I'm not going to the bank of $50. It's going to my wallet. I'll just spend it as I go, basically. But simply call it a piggy bank. I thought he was like 12. <laughs> like, mom gave me $50. Yay, you put on my piggy bank. <laughs> um, this, this is, this whole dynamic is just interesting. Um, <laughs> oh man, this is funny. Um, I would say yes, he is the asshole. If you gave him fifty dollars, he asked for more money to pay for some bread. I just gave you ass fifty dollars. Use that. Like you still come out forty five dollars on top. Why would it be why would it be an issue? Tax um, man. Forty-four dollars <laughs> then shit. You still on top. <laughs> uh why would it be an issue five that's that's trying to look greedy. Oh no, I absolutely, I absolutely agree. I, I like I was just mentioning the piggy bigs. I just thought it was funny. But no, you're right. He is the asshole for the fact that your parents hooked you up with fifty bucks and yet you're charging them still. What well, see, see like with my mom, like she'll ask for stuff like when I come to town and I go visit or even when going out, she'll ask she'll ask me to pick up something. I'm like, okay. But she always tries to give me the money to pay for it it's like but i tell her it's like don't worry about it it's like because i know what you've done for me why am i gonna forget why am i gonna take more money from you when i go afford what i'm getting it's like if i if i didn't have the money then i'll say yes that's fine but nowadays like i have the money i don't really care i was like it's not gonna kill me and a lot of times it's like even if it was like a big purchase like a hundred dollars and that's not even a big person, but like $100 in food, like going grocery shopping. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I don't care. I have the money. But I don't know. Some, some people, the way, the way they, 
people think nowadays. They just need to be. They have to. They have to just think about like all the things that your parents done for you. Unless your parents has never done anything for you, then that's a different story. But it's like it sounds like his parents done does things for him till this day. So I don't know. He's an asshole in my book. And if oh, anybody man. wants to try, if anybody wants to try to say he's not an asshole and convince me otherwise, I'm down to listen. Nah, th- nah, th- this dude's just not an asshole. This is just straight bitch assness. Like, <laughs> how are you gonna complain about five dollars to someone who fucking gave birth to you? Like, how petty do you have to be to ask for money after, again, like Ken said earlier, spent all this money on you, put put you through education and all this other stuff, and you're asking for five dollars? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I just—that's—that—that's that, that's insane to me. That's literally something like I, a little kid would do. I—I I would understand if like he needed the money, but it doesn't even sound like he needed the money. Like how he made it sound. It was like, yeah, if he needed the money, I could understand. But if he don't need the money, that's—that's that's some new generation shit right there. That's just disrespectful. Yeah about it. I mean, it was the last, I mean, we're probably a little older than this. 25, we're all older than this, right? But um, I can't remember a time before I was working where I actually received money from my parents. Like, I don't know, is that just me? Like, I've been in this fucking hard knock life ever since I was fucking, it had a job, basically. I mean, for the most part, I remember till this day, my 18th birthday, waking up and my sister on the phone with whatever service provider at the time. Like, oh, what's going on? Oh, dad said you're going on your own uh, phone plan. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I've been pay- I've been having to pay for my own bills the minute I got my first paycheck. So, yeah. So, he's definitely getting a ride. Um, I have very little money since, again, I was working, I think, 23, 24. Yeah, I was paying for my... Remember in high school, I had a job on the weekends. I was paying for my basketball shit, like the summer league and everything. Um, my dad had me helping out with bills and shit, like from that age. So, but yeah, so just that aspect, he, he basically he basically got an allowance. An <laughs> allowance for doing nothing, right? For doing nothing, she gave it to put in his piggy bank. Here you go, I, and then he got a job. Like I don't know what. So many bad things about the story. Like I would have never said this. On, <laughs> I'm glad he didn't put his face out there. He didn't know his name because this is just embarrassing, bro. Um, yeah, no. Uh, and if I'm, my parents actually tried to give me money, for the most part, I would just give it back to them. Like I don't need money from you unless I unless I did a job for them. You know what I'm saying? But if you just give it money, like hey, oh here, hold on to this. Like nah, I'm good. Like I got it. You know. You know? Even when I was still in break from Rick. I got it. Like I'll figure it out. <laughs> and I like I found that out way late. <laughs> you were stealing oh. bread for me. What? The... Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> oh, shit was tough. I was like three dollars well, a month. <laughs> well, see, the thing though is like, like my folks, especially like you know when I was in college and whatnot, they they would help me out from time to time. I I would try to refrain from asking for help because that's just. I don't know, like just knowing what they've been through and like, you know, the struggles and whatnot, that's a whole nother story. But like, you know, I tried to refrain from trying to ask for like too much help. 
because don't get me wrong, I I did live that broke college life, like you know, especially like when I moved moved to, uh, to, uh, closer to my school and whatnot. Like it, it was tough. It was tough, but yeah, I seen your you know there was time there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that thing. It was a doozy, man. It was a doozy. But that's but the thing though is like you know I tried to refrain from asking for for help, but you know but my parents just the way they are, they just naturally givers. They never ask for anything in return. They just they hear something, and they just want to be there and help. So I remember getting flat tires and. My mom being like, oh, you know, yeah, your dad's going to send you some money, whatever. It's like, without even having to ask, it was just immediate. So even now, like, we're in my current state, like, I'm, I'm in a way trying to help repay them back any way possible. Just for everything that they've done for me. Right. Well, that's cool. And then it goes even a step further than that. So you're learning this behavior. He's almost like... Didn't even glance. He just glanced over the fact that she gave him fifty dollars. Like, hmm. ooh, my nose. What's gonna happen if you know some friend does something for him? He's gonna automatically assume that this is just normal, and then just take it for well, granted, basically. Um, I, don't, I don't think he glanced over because he acknowledged it. So he he did acknowledge that he. What I mean is, he glanced over the importance of it. The fact that she gave him fifty dollars, wow. he was just like, okay, now go to the store. Let me get five more dollars to go to the store for you, even though, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, I don't know where you actually learn it. Like, obviously, growing up with your parents, you really picked this stuff up just to understand that someone has done something great for you. Let me not, let me show the appreciation for it. That, that's what I'm looking for, appreciation. He's not showing appreciation that she just gave him $50. He can use the five and still come out, 45 again, with, even with tax, 44 $43. And still have more money than he and he started with before she gave him money at all. Um, that that's to me the same guy who's unappreciative of a friend who I don't know goes out of his way to pick him up basically, or goes out of his way to you know we go if we all go out he pays for him food or some shit like that. Uh, we already don't do that, but it's like if we did, we're to do that for a friend. I remember being that broke friend, be real. Um, I would let everybody know that. I, Whoa, I ain't got the money or some shit like that. And it would be established that someone was paying for me before I even left the house. Because I didn't want to be that motherfucker just be like, oh, we get there and I eat and be like, oh, I ain't got no money. And then everybody got to be like, oh, this motherfucker, like, fuck David, basically, because <laughs> he's an asshole. I, I say that anyways. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where I, that's where I see his guy's mindset going. If he has any friends, I don't know. But um, his going to that, not appreciating his friends or anybody that does anything for him. Not in the way he should, basically. Like He probably lost some friends after this post. <laughs> <laughs> you got a piggy bank? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> According to Rick, how Rick sounded is like, he wouldn't be friends with anybody that had a piggy bank. You have a piggy bank? I'm out. <laughs> I don't know you anymore. <laughs> hey, Rick, it's just for change. <laughs> I don't want to like, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed the ride, guys. You like dropping dimes, though. I enjoyed the ride. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great four episodes. <laughs> no, I'm wow. kidding. It's no, the final episode. You know, Top one thing I do kind of want to talk about, though, is kind of what you mentioned with, like, you know, like him, like, even just charging his mom, like, five bucks. Now, how does that reflect with his friends? Because, you know, I've I've had friends where, like, you know, I try to be as 
as giving as I can or as nice as I can. And I've had friends who like, you know, and I try, I don't, I don't really try to expect for much in return, but I've had friends who literally <laughs> will be like, where's that five bucks? Where's the gas money? I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I paid for like a whole year subscription of shit for you. <laughs> what? Right. My, okay. But that's what I'm thinking in my head. I don't tell them that. I'm just like, oh yeah, here's the five bucks, you know, but it's just like, Right. That's what I'm talking about. That's shit like that is what I is what I think of when I, I think of he fact he got fifty dollars and just like well, let me get five more for your bread that I want him to get fifty. Like you kind of jump to that conclusion naturally. Like if you if you know if we go out, you know what I'm saying, if if I for whatever reason forgot my card, okay, I got you. The next time I'm gonna be thinking on my mind, shit, the last time I didn't forget my card, Rick paid for me, that's fucked up. Let me make sure I get him next time. Just so you know, he knows that this is not like I, I don't take that for granted, you know. Um, and that's how I mean, I, I was humble a lot of my life, I'm still humble. Uh, but I didn't have a car, I had you are? wag jobs. <laughs> I, I, tried, I tried not laughing, <laughs> it was really hard. Question marks, I'm happy somebody else said something. <laughs> I am humble, I'm just confident at the same time. Shit, man. Mm. Anyways, um, Hockey? No. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying because I mean I remember a few years back, a few years back when um when Ken and I we were living together and whatnot, like Ken would buy some food, and you know he'd get me he'd pick me up something, and then in return, like the next time I would buy food, it was just kind of like common courtesy, like okay, Ken, what what do you want? And it would be like that with no actual like dollar value attitude. It was just like you want that you want that ultimate bacon cheeseburger, got you. Cool. No, definitely, and that's exactly the idea. And you know, it, I think that's that. That's how I I like it to be. You know, not everybody is like that. Um, which so it's kind of weird when you do get to the point, and it's like, what the fuck? I thought, oh, you got me. All right, fuck it. And you just fuck it. <laughs> I've been played. <laughs> yeah, right. Like so, it's like, I guess it'd be better to establish that up, up front. But in my mind, you know, I think we kind of. As friends, we kind of grasp that concept. If we're if we are over somewhere, somebody's ordering Uber Eats or shit like that, we'll just kind of order it. And I, if you want me to send you money, I'll send you the money. If not, it's like oh, just give me next time or something like that, or I'll buy beer or something. You know, like it, it's it's that kind of consideration for the people's time and money that I feel like this dude is lacking with his own mother. <laughs> um, Which is he feels like crazy. He's like he's entitled to her to her help. Reminds me of that guy. I don't know if you heard that story. It was a really popular story. This dude was like 25 or 30, and his parents had to take him to court to evict him from the house. <laughs> that, that's actually oh, sounds yeah, familiar. That was, that's funny. Go ahead. Because it's like they you feel entitled because your parents brought you into this world. It's kind of like you take some responsibility for yourself. This is your life. Whatever you do with it is going to be up to you. You know, your parents can, can only do so much um, before you had to take the reins and, and control it and drive it where you want it to go. So he seemed like he's comfortable with his parents or he's almost expected of his parents' help. Um, even though he already has a job, he's 25. He says he doesn't live with his mom. He just comes over every now and then. Um, the fact that he feels so comfortable with taking $50 from her the fact that he asked her for another five dollars to, to to do something for her is just it, the idea is just ludicrous to me. I would automatically assume he's doing the same thing with his friends if he has friends, or you know whoever he meets in the future. Basically, he's gonna have the same concept until somebody just rocks his world. Like motherfucker, get, 
I just gave you this money. You can take your ass to the store. And that's going to be <laughs> it, basically. Uh, but yeah, no, that's... Um, um, that, that story that you just told and this story is like, it just... Well, no, nah, not that even last story. Oh yeah, well, the last story in this story with the the fifty dollars compared to the last ones, like the last one sounds like the 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 mom was pretty much what's the word allowing him to be a mama's boy and just accepting it. Where this one and the, the one that you told me where they had to evict <laughs> evict his, <laughs> evict their kid. It's like they're not trying to be. They're trying to tell him like be more independent and be more, uh, like giving and it's like just try to be more giving compared to oh, well this one be more giving yours is just be more independent and get the fuck out of the house. Yeah. It's like so the parent like it's two different types. This seems like it's two different types of parents, and that's or mothers that are trying to at least make the boy more of a man than the first one. The first one just sounds like like it's like I'm the mom, you're my you're my boy and I'm you're going to be my my mama you're going to be a mama's boy and just to accept it. It's almost like this one um he kind of became a mama's boy and then like yeah. he like rotted basically like he went too far into it where it's like he's ex- like his mother doesn't want him necessarily to be that way. But yeah. he's already that way, and he's even worse than I think the first guy was. Um, I don't know if he's expecting his mother to do shit for him like that, like this guy is. But um, that's a, and I guess another side of it, actually, uh, being a mama's boy, where you're like expecting your mother and your your parents or whatever, in this case, your mother, to do these things for you, to provide for you, like, or expecting help from them. Um, in the same sense, it, it just. Uh, yeah, that's not a good look. <laughs> no, what, you do, what you do, man, what? is you do like that movie Failure to Launch, man. Just bring some chicks over and mm-hmm. act like uh, your dad's your butler. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to try to write it out as long as you can, man, you know what? That's my butler. <laughs> but no, I'm kidding. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> what would be a good age to stop? Because everybody's a mama's boy at, at one point of their life, no matter what. Yeah. It's like, what would be a good age to stop being a mama's boy? Again, I think it should be a gradual thing. I just fucking like cut you off. Well, when, okay, when would you start graduating? Let's go there then. Oh, when we graduate you... high school, so eighteen. I think <laughs> that should. I mean, even before then, you get turned sixteen, you can get a job. So once you start making your own money, let's say that. Once you start making your own money, which you know normally the earliest you could do it is sixteen. Um, I think is... some. I think it depends. I think some places you can start working at a younger age, but with like permit, like age, like work permits and shit. Well, there you go. I mean, and then unfortunately, a lot of this has to do with the parents too. But if if any dudes listen to this and they are, if like their mama are, isn't it like they need to fucking cut that shit off? Because um, you're unfortunately for all of us, our mothers are going to pass away. You know, one day. Hopefully, this is kind of going to sound fucked up. Hopefully, before us. <laughs> Hopefully, our parents pass before us. Because I, I, the idea of your children passing obviously is, is worse, but. You're going to be lost. You have to, you know, just like birds, they push their babies out of the fucking mess. Get your ass out and fly. Um, you got to fucking, you know, hit that fucking sky, fucking head on. Um, it, you, I, I would say it usually starts around 16, but I mean, it can start earlier than that. Your parents can start by, you know, 
doing little things to help you, you know, go into the store and here, give this person the money, kind of give you some kind of own independence. And they should be pushing you to that, basically. Um, well, here's the, here's the thing, though. Do you think that the it, that problem can lie? Like, let's say, like, because from what it sounds like, it sounds like the issue can stem from the parents themselves, from not, you know, from holding that leash too close, too like for too long. So oh, what wouldn't that get be annoying? So because when <clears throat> I was, when I was growing up, it's like I was a mama's boy. They my my mom would buy me anything. It's like I was spoiled, Ron. My mom was trying to make me a mama's, but kept on like egging it on. I was like, whatever. But then I don't even know. I think at the start of high school. So when I was a freshman. It's like, that's when I s- just realized, like, this is annoying. It's like, I can't, it's like, don't get me wrong. My my parents made good, good, plenty of money for us to do a lot of things. So it's like, it's not like I, I grew up in like a, in what, fucking, uh, broke. So I was able to get, if I asked for anything, my parents would buy it. Then eventually I got to, I got annoyed by that. I was like. I don't like this. It's like they, I want them to say no. It's like so. I grew out of it at a really young age. I grew out of it like uh, fourteen years old, and I was like, I, I don't want to. So every time they offered to buy me something, I always, I was like, I don't want anything. I'm good. It's like they, they probably thought I was sick or there was something wrong with me. I just, <laughs> I just feel like, I felt like, I, I don't need anything. It's like I have. You're providing me with everything I already have. And then even when getting older, like ever since I was like when I left the house and I would come back for the holidays for Christmas, of course, it's like gift giving. My parents would always ask me, it's like, what do you want? What do you want? Nothing. Like, I'm just going to come down and visit. It's like, can I just do that? But no, they do. Do they ever listen? No, they always buy me something. I'm like, just don't buy me anything. I don't care. It's like, I just came down here because it's the holidays. and You guys want me here. So I came down. But it was like. For me, it feels like it felt annoying that I had to rely on some, rely on my parents my whole life. And my mom, till this day, tries to make me a mama's boy. He's like, no. I was like, stop doing it. And just to me, it's annoying. It's like that's why I was like wondering what would be a good age. Yeah, actually, I was gonna kind of, I was kind of gonna mention something in that regards when I mentioned like the leash where it kind of falls on the parents. I feel like it comes down to now, like kind of like you, for example, where you mentioned that you reached a certain point where you kind of like were self-aware, like this is kind of annoying. So I feel like at that point, it does come down to the, the young man to realize like, am I too dependent on my parents? Like, is it time for me to cut the leash and start, and start being more independent? Cause kind of like with you, Ken, I was, I, I was spoiled as well. Growing up, I was spoiled and it must be nice. You, <laughs> It, it was nice, <laughs> but uh, nice. you know, but you know, kind of like with you, David. Kind of like with Ken, though. Like, I remember reaching a certain point, and I was just like, "This is actually getting very annoying." And there was a certain point I remember, and Matt will still joke about this till this day. Every now and then, I was eighteen, mind you. I was already eighteen. And Matt and I, we're busy driving somewhere. My mom calls me. She's like, where are you at? Like, you know, you're supposed to be home at this time. And she's like, you're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And, and I remember, and Matt started dying. Matt starts dying. He, I was like, you can't ground me. I'm 18. <laughs> but that was the thing, though. That that That's kind of like the dynamic. It was just like my mom. Like, till this day, like, my mom, because <clears throat> I am the youngest in my family. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was funny. But, you know, I, I'm, I am the youngest in my family. So, of course, like, you know, my mom still checks up on us all the time. Like, you know, she's just a very caring person. But I remember even, like, there was times where, like, I would ha- I would change my number, and I wouldn't even give it to my parents for months. <laughs> just so they yeah. She's like, why haven't you given me your... Because you call too much. So many different numbers. <laughs> but granted, like, you know, kind of like what you were saying, though, like, God, God forbid, like, you know, like, I mean, when, that, when the day comes, like, you know, because it's inevitable, you know, life goes on, we all pass. And, you know, granted, like, you know, when that time comes, like, yes, I'm going to be absolutely heartbroken. Because at the end of the day, you know, my mom has always cared. And I'm going to miss that. But, of course, you kind of have to learn that at a certain point, you have to step out and learn to be a man. And do things for yourself, your family to come if you wish to have a family. And step into that role of being a giver. I don't think I would be heartbroken, though. That's the thing. This It sounds fucked up, but. I don't think I would ever be heartbroken because my my always train of thought, like how I think of things, is completely different from how a lot of people think. It's like if my parents die, I'll be I'll be happy, I'll be content. It's like one's like I'm pretty sure when they die, they were they were suffering beforehand. So when they pass away, it's like it's like good. I am happy that I passed away. Now they're not suffering. It's like that would make me more happy. I'm, I, why would I want to see the ones I love suffer? That's just—it's not something that you want to see. I saw my grandfather suffer, and I wished—I wished death on him. I was like, just—you need to pass. Yeah. It's like how—how how, it sounds fucked up, yes, but it's like, why am I gonna watch him suffer? He has dementia. He barely remembers me. It's like, why am I gonna—why am I gonna watch him suffer? It's it's more sad watching him suffer than him being passed away. It's like I was actually happy he passed away. We it's like and my family is like we celebrate it. We celebrate like uh the them their lives, the lives that they lived instead of uh uh mourning for their death. Uh so I was like like I've been like that my whole life. When I was what when I was 14 years old my who who raised me it was like my mother who raised me besides my mom she passed away i didn't know how to act i didn't i honestly i won't even know how to act if anybody passed away it's like it's like how do i act it's like i feel like i'm an emotionalist person so it's like how do i act it's like should i be sad should i be happy it's like but my train my thought is like they're it's a they they moved on and you have to move on as yourself, especially when it's like it sucks. Especially when you're young, if you see somebody you love pass on when you're young, it sucks. But honestly, you you can't dwell. You have to live your life. Your life's your life is way too short, right. and it could be shorter. True, I mean, that's important. I think that's an important part of being a man. You know, growing up, and sure your parents would be proud. You know, even Rick, you know, getting grounded at eighteen. But um, <laughs> to be fair, I didn't get grounded. I was eighteen. I made it clear. 
and I did not get grounded. I was like, you ain't laying the law, all right? <laughs> so uh, we have your, if we have your, ask your parents, they'll say the same thing? I'm going to ask them. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I wasn't grounded, for the record. Well, sorry. <laughs> it was funny, though. Uh, shit, but, um... No, so I think that's a very important part of becoming a man, becoming that. Like, in the first story we went over today, um, she feels like the guy wasn't that man. And um, that's important. You kind of have to become that man. If you want the kind of woman that, that you know, we think about a woman, you know, um, being that traditional mother role or being a stay-at-home mom or anything like that, uh, you have to be this type of guy to warrant that, like, to receive that, you know? She got to be able to trust you that she's going, you're going to be able to take care of things, not just her, but financially, um, physically, um, and not just depend on your mother. Cause I mean, shit, why don't you just fucking get with your mother at that point if, if she's the one taking care of shit? Um, but not only that, I mean, you got to show your parents that you can actually, you know, take care of things so that when they do get older, they're not worried about you. They're not worried about that. They have to go on to take care of you. You know, my parents, you know, for my, my goal with them, anything was like, especially my mother, it's like, you know, I'm not having to worry about me. So when she gets to that point in her life, I think, you know, old people do get to, it's like, I've done what all I can't, all I needed to do in this life. My kids are grown. My kids are good. I've taught them everything I need them, though. They can go on. I can go in peace now, you know? Right. You want to leave them with that peace of mind, right. knowing that right. you'll, you'll be okay. Right. Exactly. So not being a mama's boy as soon as possible, the sooner the better. But it, not everybody is on the same timetable. You know, it's not necessarily a race, um, but we all need to get there, basically, for, for our own sake and for our parents' sake. Everybody agree? I agree. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, that was a really good conversation, guys. Um, you know, um, Ken, Matt, thank you for joining us this week on this topic. Um, definitely got some great feedback from you guys. And uh, it's very interesting. I'm sure Rick and I are definitely have glad you have me back. And hopefully we have you back in the future. Um, thank you everyone for tuning in today. Um, it's episode four. Um, please like and subscribe and follow and show and to all your friends. You got some young men in your life or anybody for that matter. Shit. Let them hear the podcast. Um, hopefully it helps them with something. Um, if you have any feedback for us, like, oh, um, let's say what topic you want to hear us talk about, um, go ahead and look in the description below. I got the question there. Just respond to the question. What do you think you want to hear us talk about? We'll just maybe discuss it one of these weeks, okay? Other than that, uh, thank you for listening, guys. Have a good night. Later. Later. Yeah.